106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, you're listening to Drive Radio. My name is Dennis Brewster. You guys know me. <laughs> now I'm Jeff I've been, Kitty. <laughs> I've been the host before. John's uh, at the Barrett Jackson um, auction. auction. Yeah, so, and I got Jeff Kitty here with me, and we have a realtor that was on Fix It Radio, and she's going to hang in. She wants to hear us on this drive radio because I've always talked about it. So um, just thank you for listening. Uh, this show does really play on Sundays, and uh, you can listen to it then. Again, in the afternoon, I think it's at 12 to 4 or something like that, 12 to 3. So um, you're welcome to listen to it again. You wouldn't be able to call in, but you can definitely text us. Our text line is 307 Or you can give us a call right now. we got Larry behind the glass, and Charlie's our engineer. And Larry would love to take your phone call, 303-477-5600. we got three lines open. So if you have any questions, just give us a call. Anything about automotive or even about a tractor or snowblower or if you need your snowblower fix, give us a call. Current mechanical situation. Yeah, anything with a motor. So, Jeff, you had the question of the day. Uh, yeah, it uh, came in from Ann, our, uh, our lovely assistant in Minnesota. Right. Uh, name the car John should pick up for you at the Barrett-Jackson auction. Do you have one? Uh, actually, no. I, I like... I've seen so many auction cars yeah, that and worked on a few that did not, and not saying Barrett-Jackson, but did not stand up to what they said they were. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like, I'd rather do the grassroots up from the ground up. See, I'd love to build them. Yeah. I'd like yeah. to build a 1934 Chevy pickup right now. I'd like to find one that needs, you know, in a field. I drag it to my house. You got a guy. <laughs> yeah. Drag it to my house and fix it up, you know. Um, yeah. So, and Marianne, you had one that you'd like John to buy and bring back. <laughs> I do. So, I grew up with uh, V8s. Yeah. I yeah. had a V8. I had a couple of them. My favorite was a Skylark convertible. And that thing in somebody's field, if I could get a hold of it, I would, and we could fix it up. <laughs> anyway, um, my dream car right now would be a Burgundy Camaro SS. I do like my bells and whistles, so I want it to have all the creature comforts that the current ones have versus getting a V8 from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um so Brumbo brakes and the whole bit. What year? Um, either a 2018. I like like I go with years that mean something to me, like anniversaries. So 2018, 2020, 
if it gets too old, it's going to, I think it has to have less than 50,000 miles on it, too. Um, well, you're getting, that, you're that's getting pretty precise. Narrow, you're narrowing that, it down. That, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's almost uh, bought it from the dealer and parked it in the garage and put it up on stand. Yeah. 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 Hence why I don't have it yet. Right. We all have that wish list. So if you have one, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you know, it's going to get cold this week. So um, if you haven't checked your battery and, I mean, we're going to get down to zeros. It's going to be pretty cold. Washer fluid, coolant, batteries, tires, yeah, uh, oil. Clean, Just, yeah. Clean out your garage and put it inside. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best thing to do because it's going to be cold. Just make sure that you're ready to go. Yeah. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of batteries already a lot. And I, I'm not even in the field anymore. You know, no. we sold, retired. But I tell you what, I see a lot of batteries failing right now from neighbors around the around the, the house, around my neighborhood. A lot of batteries are going out. And uh, people are calling me about it and stuff. And. Um, I had one. The guy says, "You know, it has voltage, but it had no amps. You know, it had no punch to None. it. None. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's, it needs a battery still, and they just don't understand. They're like, wait a minute. You know, that's that battery's only six years old. Oh yeah, six years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's about all they last five well, to six years. So there, there's some places around town, and I'm not going to name names, but I visually saw them take. And we asked for a three-year battery. Uh-huh. They took and printed out a sticker for the battery and put it on a 12-month battery. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, be careful where you buy your batteries. Yeah. And from what I understand, they're not doing them prorated like they used to. Uh, it's just a direct replacement, and they're only giving a couple of years on them now. Hmm. For Napa still has a pretty good warranty on their batteries. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, it's just go in, go into it, check your wipers. Yeah. The wiper yeah. fluid. Yeah. Keep your wipers up off the windshield too, because they will seize to it. You were going to have a question. What's the best way to have your battery tested? Well, they have. Uh, if you go to like. A shop like Extreme, they have a what we call a Mctronics battery tester, mm-hmm. and it tells you put in the type of the, how many amps are in that battery when it was new, you know, because they have a stamp, they have a sheet on there, like he's saying, this sticker on the battery itself, and you type that in, and then when you click it, it'll tell you if the battery's weak or not, where it's at, and then, yeah. So if the battery is still starting the car, the, the, is that a good indicator? Well, it's really a good idea from my standpoint at the beginning of the cold season to check your battery, have it checked, and basically just go through your car and make sure it's ready for the winter season. But have your battery checked to see what condition it's in because with the new testers, they can tell what the life of the battery is. And if you've got one that's borderline four, four or five years old it, you're probably better off just replacing it because it's getting to the end of its lifespan and you don't know exactly when it's going to say i'm out of here yeah and a lot of times they leave you stranded they they die when you pull up to a parking lot and get in to go grocery shopping and come out and click 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 it's like i didn't do it why, why did this go out all of a sudden exactly. they just go out 
they don't have a a warning, so to speak. That sometimes they can they can crank kind of slow and stuff, but you got to be able to hear that, and and that doesn't always indicate. That's not always happens. Yeah, they can just go out. Yeah, and I've I've seen batteries that they look marginal, but that's one of those that you have to. It's a judgment call, and you just inform the customer. Look, this thing is. It's getting old. It's you know date wise and everything else, and it's possibly going to cause you some problems. And I've had a couple customers when I had the shop that pushed back on that. And that's fine. Didn't have a problem with it, but I almost guarantee you we were putting a battery in it. Yeah. At some point during that winter. Were you going to say something, Marianne? So my vehicle is a 2016 uh-huh. MDX. And I did have a battery failure, and it was it's not like the old days where you could put it in neutral and push it out no. it was it was dead mm-hmm. I mean it wouldn't let us do anything right so um had to go get a battery and put it in and then the next problem was all the electronics, not all of them, but the radio and that was yeah. not working mm-hmm. yeah. so you have to know the you have to have a, there's a button you have to push to reset everything. Mm-hmm. And um, at that point, we didn't know. So we had to take it back to the dealership and have them do it. Mm-hmm. But there's a series of things that you have to do when you have these newer cars and have a battery go out. Yeah. Well, and sometimes we, you got to tell the computer yeah. what battery you're putting in and on we certain had, cars. We had a memory saver, which is what you're talking about. Yeah. And it just plugged into the uh, cigarette lighter power adapter. Yeah. We got a couple of calls coming in. We do have a line open, 303-477-5600. We got Ron from Lions. How you doing, Ron? Good. Uh, see, I've got an 07 town car, and I think that one of the airbags in the rear suspension has gone bad. And rather than go about rebuilding the air suspension i'm wondering about the wisdom of converting to coil springs can you tell me about the pros and cons of that it can be done yeah Uh, it depends on really what's going on if you want the car to ride right i would definitely stick with the air suspension and fix it and see what's out there Uh, if you're looking at cost i'd weigh the i weigh the difference in cost but with an 07, you know that that's going to be, um, there should be aftermarket available for that. And they're going to probably offer it both ways, but you're going to sacrifice probably ride more than anything else. And if you do it on one end of it, you better probably better do all four corners of the vehicle would be my recommendation. Yeah. Is that air suspension on the front end too? Most likely. Depends on the vehicle and what the what the platform is. I'd, I myself, I'd have to take a look at it and see what's there. What, were, okay. what year was your car again? It's an 07. 07. Yeah, I can't remember if that was on the front. I think it's just in the rear, but, you know, all the different components, because then, of course, the compressor's going to go bad. It's aged, you know. Well, it it depends on what you expect from the vehicle. But also, are you sure what's wrong with it? Because 
sometimes those lo- those lines get plugged and you got to clean them out and sometimes you know the compressor could be bad or um, maybe it's a shock don't know until you get in there have you had it diagnosed no i'm just uh, at the beginning of all that yeah cuz that's what i would do is have someone take a look at it but you got to take it to someone who's willing to repair it or fix it right instead of just throwing all the parts at it yeah yeah cuz i don't like it when people just throw all parts at it to say well it's all bad let's just throw everything at it when you don't really need all that you know it could be just a problem with the compressor or it could a, be a broken line could yeah. be a, yeah it could, could be, be a, a switch could be a switch yeah it could be a plugged line like i'm uh, saying yeah. or water that got in there and rusted it or corroded it or whatever so i would have it really looked at first before i start making any decisions all right well thanks for the advice all right okay with that, uh, if I can get Paul and Tom, if you guys can hang on, we got a break. We're coming up. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913% the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720 3-to-1 buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298-191, and rates subject to change. Choosing Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center almost 20 years ago was one of the best decisions we ever made for our pets. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and I know it's a busy time of the year for all of us, but it's no reason to forget about our pets. Our pets are a part of our family, and they need their checkups and preventative care just as we humans do. Whether a pet is new to the family or has been a family member for many years, regular checkups are the foundation of our pet's overall health. Depending on your pet's age, a preventative care visit will include the basics, such as an exam and vaccinations, diet and weight management, and parasite preventatives. But it could also involve a spay or neuter discussion, microchipping, concerns about house training or behavior issues. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the medical team will take the time to get to know your pet and address the concerns you have about your pet's care. It's what your pet deserves, and it's good medicine. Whether your pet needs medical, dental, or surgical care, boarding, grooming, behavior training, pet foods, or pet care products, you'll find it at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the place where my pets go. Call today, 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. And don't forget to visit their website at LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. 
but you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Most of us think of the days when we'll be retired. Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website, drive-radio.com. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. 
By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. And we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Phone number 303-477-5600. The text line is 307-282-22. We'll go right back to the phones. And we had Paul and Tom. Thank you for holding. Paul, how you doing? Yes, sir. Good, thank you. How you doing? Good. What can we help you with? Yes, sir. Uh, I wanted to get your opinion on uh, uh, hybrid trucks in particular. They make a Toyota, I believe there's a Toyota Tundra, which is pretty good uh, technology, I've heard. And they're going to, I hear they're going to make it in the Tacoma, small, you know, the smaller mid-sized model into a hybrid in uh, 24. So uh, what you thought of that for trucks and what you, you know, as general, what are, do you like hybrid trucks? Jeff, hybrid trucks are probably the best way to go on that. Uh, Toyota's been in it probably longer than just about anybody else at this point. Um, I think their platform is really a pretty good platform. Um, The other thing that I like about Toyota is they're not jumping on the EV-only platforms. Right now, they're they're indicating that they're going to continue to develop the hybrid end of it and stick with the regular uh, fossil fuel uh, setups that they've got going on as far as from here to the near future. So, I don't. Okay. I haven't seen anything derogatory on the Toyotas. So it sounds pretty reliable, and I hear they get good torque. And, yeah, you know, you get better mileage, don't you, with a hybrid over just gas? gas well, truck? well, yeah. The, they're good about the torque because of the electrical part of the, the component of the transmission. That's set up. And the re- reason that is is because you don't have to wait for engine lag or anything like that. You're getting direct power. So there's no horsepower deficiency on that. And that's one of the benefits of a hybrid. Uh, or even yeah, an EV. Yeah, and that Tundra has actually 437 horse yeah. and 583 oh. torque, so it's not too bad. It's not a slouch. Okay. No. And I like the mid-sized Tacoma, which I hear is going to probably be similar technology that comes out in 24, possibly, you know. I would imagine it's it's going to be well tested out. And with Toyota's history, as far as hybrid goes, I don't think I'd be afraid of it unless they did a major design change and yeah. i haven't seen anything on that yeah, um, probably, probably similar to the tacoma i mean tundra yeah. yeah okay yeah well thanks a lot okay all right thank you for the call okay. all right let's go to tom has a, a battery question how yeah, you doing tom I, yeah this is just a off the wall comment about battery testing it happened to me about two months ago and i've talked to a couple of people i work that's happened to over the years if you're going to go to a quick lube or a parts store that has your car battery tested, uh, look at the cold cranking ampage before you get it tested. 
because I went to a lube shop to have my oil changed, and basically they took their electronic tester. I have a 550 cold cranking amp. In their tester, they punched in 675. Yeah, so it's inaccurate. <laughs> and basically, that, it came up and says, your battery needs replaced. So, sure. Well, that's... that's <laughs> There again, you gotta you gotta be able to trust the people that are looking at your vehicle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When it comes to that, make sure that they put the right stuff in it. Yeah. Luckily, they printed out the receipt, and I seen it, and it's like I bought a basic size thirty five battery over in a place over in Reed Ridge, and I'm like, it only had five fifty. Yeah. And it's only eighteen months old. If it's if it's shot already, I'm taking it back. Right. Right. Well, the, where you bought it from, they should be more than happy to test it for you if you yeah, think you got any issues. But if they retested yeah, it, it should have been okay. Yeah, they sell factory. Uh, some, I don't know if you want to name the place, but they uh, they they also sell factory seconds. You know, like they're missing a handle or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you can get them for like 40% off. Yeah, and that, I've done that before, and sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> it probably does. But when you when you buy the factory second, you don't get the warranty with it. No, I actually got a two-year warranty with it. Well, that's amazing. That's that's changed. But uh, yeah, you you have to you have to be aware yeah. of what what the cold cranking amps are and how it, how they're testing like it. You're not gonna have a tester or mechanic and gonna have an auto parts store in it. A place works off commission. Well, that, yeah. That's why you really need somebody that you can trust to do right. your your maintenance and all that stuff. Yeah. Yep, so. 40 years, I've never had that happen, but it's like, I didn't, you know, when I got home and looked at the receipt, it's like 675 What? <laughs> yeah. Well, the equipment's only as good as the guy using it. That's right. True. Okay. So the guy didn't know what he's doing or trying to scam, scam me. Hard telling. <laughs> yeah. I think most of the time it's people haven't been educated on how to use the tool. Yeah. Yeah. Or they don't want to be educated. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Okay, thanks. Thank uh, you for the call. All right. Um, with that, we got a line open. Let's go to Gil from Denver. How you doing, Gil? Good morning. Yeah, I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. Good. I have two questions. First of all, I've heard on your show before from Extreme Auto, uh, uh-huh. a commercial about their batteries, five uh-huh. years. Yep. Do you know anything about that? That they're five-year free replacement? Right, right. Yeah. Do you know what type of battery? Yeah, that's a Napa battery. It's a Napa. Yeah. They're just extending, extending the warranty, I guess. Right. Over what Napa could do, Right. Right. It, or is is the price higher? No, I don't believe it is. Okay, that seems like a good deal. It is. And they'll test your battery first, too, to make sure you need one. They're not just going to throw right. one in. That's the five-year full warranty, then. Yeah. Correct? For five years? Okay. Also, another question I have for uh, Jeff is, have a 2016 Honda Odyssey... Okay. And the transmission, the filter, I guess that's it's a separate filter, kind of like under the battery. How often do you got to change that? 
Well, it depends how many miles you got on it. Oh, I have about 80,000 on it. You know, depending on, on how you drive it and everything else, it could be, I would probably recommend changing it if you can change it. Um, but I'm almost going to bet your serv- your manual is going to tell you it's probably a lifetime filter. Filter, And that's not possible. And uh, if it's external of the unit, then it can be changed. And it's not going to hurt a thing if you do change it. Um, if it's in the unit, which most Hondas were, uh, I haven't, I have not visually seen one of those. But if it's in the unit, you have to pull the unit apart to replace that filter. And it's, uh, I understand it. Yeah, it's under, it's in the engine compartment there, so it's just got to take some stuff off to get to it. Yeah, like a, like a fuel filter thing, but bigger. Okay. If it's replaceable, it, it's not going to hurt a thing to replace it. Okay, but okay. I replace eighty thousand is too early or not? You know, it depends on the condition of the f- fluid in the unit and what are you using it for? What, yeah, you know what if uh, around town, uh, severe condition, around town. Right? It's it's probably one that should be replaced under under my criteria <laughs> if okay. it can be um if it's you know if you go by the oem i'm gonna bet money that they say it's a lifelong lifetime filter mm-hmm. but if it were me if you can replace it and do a service on the unit i'd go ahead and do it service meaning like a flush right well yeah and you're get on a Honda. You're gonna have to drop the pan, aren't you? There's no pan. I don't think there's a pan to drop. Who? Uh, on a Honda, hold on to your shorts because that fluid's gonna be expensive. And right. You got to use Honda right. fluid. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, there, there's a drain plug under there, but I guess you just get a, what you can out of there, right? Yeah. Without taking the pan off. The, I believe I don't believe there's a pan on that one. I'd have to take a look at it because I don't think I've seen one. But uh, just make sure that you've got the Honda fluid for that vehicle. Got to have Honda fluid, okay? Yeah, and you need to. There's four or five different kinds of Honda fluid, so you need to make sure that you've got the right fluid for your vehicle. Okay, I'll double check that. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Okay. You're welcome. Yeah, because I think a quart's about a hundred bucks. Depends. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, well, we have to go to a break right now. We have one line open, and if you give us a call, three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Charlie and Mike, hang in. We got to go to a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ five sixty. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? 
The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You have a warranty on your vehicle's battery, but when you go to replace it, they still expect you to pay a prorated replacement fee. That's not a warranty. Extreme Auto carries batteries backed by a five-year guarantee and with no proration on their battery warranty. Should the battery that you purchased with them fail within that five-year window, Extreme replaces it, no questions asked. The staff at Extreme Auto has these batteries in their own cars because their prorated free five-year guarantee is the best deal around. In most cases, Extreme Auto can do same-day service, and for your convenience, Extreme Auto offers loaner vehicles and towing services free of charge for their customers, so they can quickly get you back on the road. Replace your car battery and get the assurance you need with a battery that you can trust will last. Give Extreme Auto Repair a call now to set up a battery replacement on your vehicle today. That number, 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Or write them a message at klzradio.com extreme. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio, and I have two callers, three callers loaded, but when they drop off, you can... Please give us a call, 303-477-5600. I got Jeff Kitty here helping me answer some questions. So let's go ahead and go to Charlie from Lakewood. How are you doing, uh, Charlie? Good morning. Uh, I have a 15 Forester that I'm trying to convert the mirror, inside mirror, to a home link. And I can't get the old mirror off. Do you have any suggestions? What year is it again? 15. I'm sorry, what what make? Uh, Subaru Forester. Um, there's no screws or anything like that nope. on it? No screws. There's a, there's a slot. Uh, if you stand on your head on the <laughs> dash, uh, you look up under there. There's a slot, and that's all. Okay. Um, there should be three screws that take it off, but um, no, no screws visible. Is there like a little access cover? 
but I can't get the access cover off. Um, well, first of all, are you, why are you replacing the mirror? Is it broken? No, I want to put a home link in it. A home link in it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that was a Forester, right? Right. Yeah. 15. And it's the internal? Internal mirror. Okay. Oh, the the... inside mirror let me see I'm pulling it up here let's see what we got okay sometimes they give you a so, so you're talking about the the rear view mirror on your windshield that's kind of mounted on your windshield right yeah, it should. There should be a little set screw or something. Then there should be a that's, way to slide it up. That's what it looks like. That like you slide. There's a the metal bracket is actually glued to the windshield. So then you're supposed to slide it up. Right, but how do you get the little cover off to get to the screw? Oh, those are always hard. We use what we call um, it's it's a real sharp point. I I call them a booger pickers, but they're they're uh, either that or if you can slip like a. And I have a set of those booger pickers. Yeah, and you take the point of one of those and you try to pin it on there and then pull it off. Okay. If you can do that. Either that or a pocket screwdriver. Okay. little tiny flat blade screwdriver. And do it when it's warm. Yeah, don't do it when it's cold. It'll break. Okay. I'll, I'll wait a couple of days then. Yeah. 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 Okay. But it should just pop off, and then I think there's a set screw. Or else, once you get that off, then you might be able to slide it up. And sounds good. And the mirror that you're replacing it with should have the same setup on it. Yeah. So if you look at the mirror you have to put back on, you might be able to see how they did that one, and, well, and then you'll have an understanding of what you're dealing with. It's the conventional type with the external screw. Yeah. So I'm sure that this one has kind of like the same thing. Okay. You know. Well, thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. You bet. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go to Mike. Mike. How you doing, Mike? Hey, good morning. Say, I, I got a couple of issues that I can help you guys out with this morning there. Okay. Uh, specifically, the fellow, I hope that young fellow that's listening uh, called in earlier about his leaking airbag on a Lincoln Town Car. Yes. Um, hopefully, he's still listening and... You, you guys should always ask, you know, if there's somebody out there that can help him out, please call in because he's, I've got both a Lincoln and a Crown Vic and a Cadillac. And so the leaking airbag, it's real simple. If it just leaks a little bit, the compressor's going to run a little bit after you turn the car on. You can hear the compressor run. That's your first clue right there. And is what's happening with the whole car as a general rule, but... You listen for the compressor to run. If it runs for five or ten seconds, then you might have a small little leak, but it'll still run forever and ever. But here's the key is you start looking around. If you've got one side in the rear suspension only, but they're in the back, and you've got a leaky bag, you can go to the parts store and go to Napa. they got the bag for you. 
and you can replace that yourself as long as you got just some basic tools, watch a YouTube video, you can go in and replace that yourself, and you can fix the leaky bag. Now, on the, it happened on the Cadillac. It was just, there was an external, there was an external fill valve, and I got to back up on that. So the guy who had it before me, he actually put in an external fill valve mm-hmm. where I could just go up to the air pump at the filling station, blow that baby up, and it would stay up for two or three weeks out of crack, no problem. So it, there's a uh, so the point of that is you gotta if you don't if you can't take your little squirt gun with a little bit of soap on it and spray it on your bags, you'll find if you got a leaky bag or not. When my bag broke, I was the family was on a vacation and I was out of state and that bag had to be there was no fixing it and we had to wait uh, a couple of days for the parts to come in to Iowa and the guys replaced it that bag is still on the car today it's it, it lasted for 15 years so replacing the bag is not that hard right now well, see what he called it about though was he was just asking how much to do like some other, you know, to whether to, to keep the bag or, or not it with the, but he never bag. had it diagnosed for what was going on with it. He never mentioned that it was leaking air or the pump compressor was running. He he didn't really know anything about it. So that's why yep, we were enough. asking him if he had it diagnosed or looked at it yet. Right, and that he can do this all himself. He doesn't right. need to take it in, but he doesn't want to get his hands dirty. You know, right? Yeah, but that's the first key is just to look at those, just one. Just one airbag is giving you a problem. Right. Anyway, he's got the, there's your tips. You go through that troubleshooting tree, and you can you do that all on your own. Yeah, now here's right. the other issue. Let's, let's switch over to the batteries. Um, I worked for 30 years taking care of remote solar-powered sites. That you have a solar panel, you have a battery for when the sun isn't shining. And I actually did finally land on the battery that is made by East Penn Company, and, and um, it's, they go by a couple of different names under different licenses, but that DECA brand that Napa carries, and John talked about, here, when you're looking at your battery, you can, I back that, if you take it to a shop, you need to have a, the best test is a load test, and it's exactly... Uh, what you said, you got to know your cold tanking amp compared to your amp hours that the battery is. Those all, so you got to know a little bit about how you're testing it. Right. A load tester is to save you. You can use both. The more you can test your battery, the better. Yeah. Here's my, here's my statement. I want to say, in my truck right outside my house right now, I'm, I I take you a picture and send it. The sticker on it, I bought that thing in October uh, 2010. That sticker is out there on my battery. I've had that back, and it started. I forgot to plug my truck in. It's just a regular gas engine truck. We were 15 below in December, and I went to go blow snow at the church parking lot, and I forgot to plug my truck in the night before. And and I should have started it. You know, I had been running it. Anyway, at that park for a couple of days, I went out and I hit that ignition key. And that engine just barely turned over with that 
15-year-old battery or 12-year-old battery. I mean, 12-year-old battery. It just barely turned over. And I thought, oh, darn, I messed up. I'm going to have to go get my jump box. And I thought, well, I'll go back one more time and just give it a hit. Went back in. It turned over for about three seconds, and the engine started to pop. And I just held that key, and she started at 15 below. Wow. So there's your testimony on batteries. That, if you take care of your battery, my whole point of this is you take care of your battery, you can get 10 years out of a battery easy, and I can actually take you around to the sites that I take care of. I have batteries that are 12-volt batteries made by DECA company under a different license name, but it's the same, it's the same company, East Penn, these batteries are, I've got 18 and 20 and 22 years out of these batteries. And there's no reason if you charge them properly, don't let them go flat. And one last tip for everybody that's listening out there. It's going to be cold here in this next couple of days. Take your vehicle that you haven't driven for a while. Go out and drive it around for half an hour. Yeah. And then park it. And if you, especially if you're an apartment dweller and you can't park inside, but here's a little test you can run. It's go outside even today. Turn on your headlights. If you're at home and you got away, you got jumper cables or a jump box, turn on your headlights and set a timer and let it run for 15 minutes. Because if you go to the grocery store and you're buying some things, you're inside the store for 15, 20 minutes. Leave your headlights on in your driveway for 15 minutes. Don't start the engine. Just pull put your headlights on and then go back out the first thing you can do if you have a voltmeter check your voltage but then the second thing is just crank that baby over and if it just barely starts you know you might be you that's a clue right if it starts right up and it's no problem it starts like normal you're in pretty good you're pretty good shape yeah i agree but there's a you gotta you know not everybody can run down and have a test Right. something you can do right there to test your battery, and you're load testing your battery because you're pulling somewhere between four and six amps out. Right. And if you wait 15 or 20 minutes, it should be able to handle that. Okay. And that, there you go. All right. A little battery. Well, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Hold your thought. we got to go to a break. So thank you, Mike, for that call in. I appreciate all that information. You're listening to Fix It Radio on KLZ. I mean, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. 
From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. I'm going to go right to the phones. We had Eric holding on over the phone, over the break, rather. Thank you, Eric. How can I help you? Hey, guys. Hey, I got a question for Jeff. Okay. Okay. So I have a 2015 Nissan Frontier four-wheel drive. It's got 160,000 on it. Um, about 18 months ago, doing some off-roading, uh, spent most of the day in four low, up around 13, 14,000 feet. All of a sudden, now I have a, a scan gauge that's plugged into the OBD2 port, and it record, it lists or it shows the transmission output and return temperature. All of a sudden, the output temperature spiked to 305 degrees. Mm-hmm. The return te- the return temperature hit about Little, just a hair over two hundred, about about two ten. Okay. It never the truck never threw any codes. It did not go into limp mode. Um, on the drive back, 
um, back down to Denver that we were up above uh, a basin mm-hmm. the area we were at. On the way back, it took oh I don't know we were I was almost back to Denver before the output temp finally got down to normal, um, and this was after spending another three you know once it spiked and then shortly after we started down the hill um you know it slowly was dropping back down Mm -hmm. uh about a week the following week i went and had the trans service i had the uh, you know dealer do the uh their fluid full fluid exchange and they said the fluid that came out looked fine was not burnt had no odor to it nothing Mm -hmm. and they you know did it and and then actually, by a, by a fluke on the dealer's part, two weeks later, they did it again. I had taken it in to have all the other fluids changed, and they inadvertently changed it also, not paying attention. And same thing, they said it was fine. But I'm noticing that in the summer, uh, well, actually in general, on the output side, it seems like that temp runs warmer than what it should. And I'll give you an example, going back to when we had that super cold snap in December, uh, truck had been sitting outside overnight, come out and get in. It's outside temp gauge is showing like minus 15. I fire it up and within three blocks, the output temp is already over a hundred degrees. Okay. Does it, it, I mean, but it's, I've never, it's, you know, now, like if I drive it on a hot summer day and I'm running a lot of errands, it'll get up to 220, 230. Okay. Um, on the output side and the return side, you know, will still stay low. Okay. Uh, you know, and stay in the, in the mid one hundreds. Okay. Should I, I mean, I've, I mean, every 30 K I change the fluid as, as you know, but okay. I've had a couple people suggest that just changing it like every spring and every fall, just to, anyhow, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, is it possible it could just be a sensor that's acting up or you, you could have a sensor that's acting up. You could have a situation where you're getting a i don't want to say a clog but you could have an air uh, problem with uh the radiator fins getting a little bit clogged with whatever and it's taking the efficiency of the cooler down so i would check that but as long as you're getting a pressure differential or not a pressure but a temperature differential between the two that means that cooler is doing its job Okay. Now during the winter, during the winter time, a lot of the transmissions have a um, strategy to heat the heat the oil up in the transmission, and the reason they do that is so that they can get the lock up on and off easily and efficiently, and that's that's it's for shift quality is what it's for. Yeah, I know, because this has the factory tow package, so it has the external cooler, trans cooler. <clears throat> and it, um, and I know it has, there's a, like a, there's a valve in there, and it doesn't open until I think it's 185, okay. if I remember correctly. Or it might even be a little bit higher than that. Because that's what a couple of people suggested, maybe, that they over, that that external cooler might be starting to go bad and suggested just replacing it. And, you know, it, they said, you know, that, that that valve could be starting to fail, and I started pricing them out, you know, and it's like, eh, you know, uh, it, it's, you know, they're like 200 and some dollars for it, and I said, well, I said, but I'm having no other issues. It's just seems like the fluid's getting warmer than it should. 
and you know, and, and, the, and the thing that threw Nissan off completely, and actually another trans shop I've talked to, was that it never went into limp mode, and it never the check engine light never came on, nothing. That, that's the thing that threw everybody off. Well, and it depends on what the parameters are on that, what, what it takes to set that code. Yeah, there's other sensors in there that'll tell you that the transmissions is overheating too yeah and and i think what you have is a bad sensor and i think i would take that out and see if you can have it checked because it sounds like that sensor's shorting out well a little bit that being said if i'm not mistaken that sensor's in the valve body it is and if it that's is. the I, case I if that's the case hang on to your shorts because it's going to cost you yeah. a ton of money yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. We. I already talked. I was talking to Nissan about that, and because usually, you know, I. I just. I don't know. I have. A, it's like the shops that I trust aren't close enough to me for it to be convenient to deal with. So, but but my dealer is a little bit closer, and I've had you know, knock on wood, I've had good luck with them, and that's what when I was talking to them about it, and he's and this one of the and another trans shop, they both said, yeah, the valve body would need to, you know, we could. They recommended, well, the valve body would probably have to be replaced. And I think the new valve body is, I think it's like 800. But then the labor and the reprogramming on it is another 1,000. If, if it's 800, I'd be really surprised. Last one, last one of those I priced out was about $1,800. I'll have to double-check on it again. But because um, I, I even have contemplated the idea since, I mean, everything else with the transmission, it runs and works fine. I haven't even contemplated the fact of just replacing the valve body. And, uh, you know, because I, I, like I was telling uh, John a couple a month uh, months back, I plan on keeping this thing until it dies. Um, I, I have, you know, I enjoy it. I, I, I you know, I, I still enjoy driving it. I still have fun with it. And until it dies, I plan on keeping it. Well, and you always have the option of taking a heat gun and pointing it at it and seeing what the actual temperature is okay. on the pan. That's an idea. Yeah. Right. But, you know, well, the one thing that tells me you're not having a problem with heat is that when the fluid comes out, it doesn't, they're saying it looks okay. Yeah. It would be burnt at that yeah. at that temperature. If it gets up to 230, 240, it's burning. Well, and you no, can smell it. The... Uh, fluid that's running in that is a synthetic fluid so yeah. it's going to handle the heat better it will yeah so yeah. oh we have to we're at the top of the hour so we're going to have to take a break so um steve and mike hang on we got a break at the top of the hour here you're listening to drive radio on klz 560